Hello everyone, welcome along to another VCO Esports studio with me, Ben Constantinuris. First of all, a couple of uh, parish notices if you like. Uh, thank you very much to Anthony who uh, stood in for me last week and apologies to iRacing for not being able to make that particular show. Uh, as you can see, we're back in the office, which is good. We're back at home and I got hit by a storm and that's why I look like I've just had a shower. That's all the parish notices. Let's get on to meeting our newest member of the elite club that has been interviewed by the VCO Esports studio in about the year that we've now been going and last weekend was I think round three of the VCO uh, Sim Grid World Cup uh, a very very uh, high-end uh, endurance series 12 hours of Donington I don't know unfortunately I was not paying a huge amount of attention because I was elsewhere but the man who took the victory I do know that alongside his teammates uh, Arta Camera and Nils Nayox was Gregor Schill who joins us now Gregor, thank you yeah. so much for having us. It was Donington, right? It was Donington, exactly. 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. That's... I was paying enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so uh, just tell us how challenging these endurance races are on the SimGrid. It does seem to be an incredibly high-end championship. Yeah, honestly, it's really high-end. We have top-class sim racing drivers from all over the world competing in this specific championship. And yeah, especially on Donington, we got a little bit lucky with the BOP of our car, so we were able to com compete with the others. And yeah, it's really challenging as we need to prepare a lot with the setup, you know, different conditions to be always, you know, on the right on, on the right step. And yeah, at the end, we came out on top. <laughs> yeah, so teammates Arta Camera and Nils Nauyox. Uh, I think Nils has been on our show. God, probably about five or six months ago now, uh, Arta is the next target. What's it like having those two as teammates, especially Nils, because we know he's a bit of a character? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all, every one of us gets, you know, passionate about sim racing, especially when we are in the car and quite emotional. But it's really nice to have both, you know, these <laughs> sim racing legends, so to say, you know, in the team where I can learn from them. Because, like, I came in February into the team as a junior. So, yeah, I'm trying to learn from them everything, you know, keep, you know not only pace-wise, but also mentally-wise and stuff, yeah. So part of the G2 Esports, but uh, for this particular championship, part of BMW Motorsport, that must be a, a huge pleasure. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's so nice to represent, you know, BMW as a brand here, driving the car in ACC. It feels amazing. It's really nice. Although we know that the car is already not the newest one. We have already the M4 GT3 in the real life, so... But still, it's nice to drive for BMW and represent them. And then if we get with like an underdog car over the championship and then when it counts where the car is good, when we get the win, it's just amazing. And it's fair to say that when ACC was brought out, the BMW uh, was not the most competent or successful vehicle in normal dry conditions. A bit of a handful, but you guys seem to have really mastered it over the last couple of months to, to get it to the front with uh, Nils in sprint races and in endurance races. Yeah, yeah, of course. But at the end, you guys see only the result on the track, right? If we're performing well, but everything what goes down in the background, it's just we spent a lot of hours trying everything, you know, analyzing the car, each corner, trying to, you know, everything to put to perfection. It's just a really, really, you know, nice challenge to face because, of course, it's like if we would jump just in a different car, you know, it would, we would we, we would have, you know, have it easier to maybe win and need to less uh, spend less time to prepare. But it's just a really nice challenge to take this M6, this underdog car, and perform well with it. How much of it, uh, the, the kind of team behind three, or do you have engineer and strategist working as well? 
and we are working, you know, as a group of three. So Niels, Arthur, and I, we're doing everything, strategy, setup, you know, everything. But Niels himself is an incredible analyst and, and really doesn't leave anything on the table when it comes to detail, does he? Yeah, of course, of course, we are second guessing everything, you know, that's what I learned from Niels, you know, always like previously when I built setup, you know, I, I know how a car works, you know, I know what a tweak does, but it's really nice to know to work with Niels and Arto because they are second guessing everything, you know, is it really doing that? So you really need to know it quite, you know, perfect. <laughs> it's quite cool. And one of the, th the one of the things I love about ACC that we don't necessarily see in other platforms is the there is an, an an element of unpredictability because we do have dynamic weather in those races and as we saw I think in the previous round at Spa Francorchamps um, it can change and then throw everything out the window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the problem is like even if you prepare, for example, wet pressures or so, you don't know how the pressures develop in the race and because you have suddenly 50 cars on the track and they maybe drive a different line or so and it's hard to really prepare for the outcome which pressures you need to pick in the pit stop so there's always this you know unpredictability it's not not that nice for us as a drivers because if we have like two psi off the optimal pressure target then this tint is of course crap but for the you know viewers it's quite entertaining i guess and it's very sensitive isn't it acc with the temperature and the pressure settings of tires yeah, yeah, exactly, um, Ben. I mean, for example, just take Donington, you know, the race on Saturday. The pressure window from the normal dry tires is around 27.5 psi. And because the track is so narrow and if you go off, there's already grass, you can run quite quickly into a pressure loss. So you drive just one millimeter off the track and you lose 0.3 psi. And then suddenly the car balance changes slightly in the corner. And if you do that several times, you don't stop at a certain value. It just will keep dropping over the entire stint. And then maybe you end up with a complete wrong balance at the end. So it's quite sensitive in terms of tire pressures, this game. That's uh, that's cool though, right? That's what really adds to the challenge and means that, you know, I, I sometimes look at sim racing from a, a sim racing fan perspective, but also from a real world perspective and think there isn't enough of that unpredictability and that detail uh, to, to trip you guys up. I know that you guys don't want to be tripped up, but as viewers, as commentators, we like to see that drama. And if, and if you do make a little mistake, uh, then there are consequences that perhaps we don't see in other platforms. Of course, I really liked it. And I think th this distinguishes, you know, the perfect, really good sim drivers from the average ones, right? Imagine like we wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have this, you know, sensitive pressure in, in ACC. You would just go off track and it wouldn't, you know, give you a penalty, basically. You could just push over 100% every lap without, you know, any disadvantage, right? But just to be this driver or the driver that is right on the on the edge, you know, to going off track, but not going to got, not get the pressure loss. That's what, you know, makes it count in the end. And if you are able to do that, you know, it benefits you. And Gregor, talk a little bit about the relationship between G2 Esports uh, and BMW Motorsport. How much feedback, how much support uh, do you get from BMW? Yeah, I mean, we always are, you know, trying to keep in touch, trying to say what the car does, you know, so what what is going right with the car, what is wrong, maybe, you know, some correlating stuff with the real car and stuff. So, yeah, it's good help. And because the reason why you, the, the reason why you uh, speak to BMW is because they have the ability to then influence BOP and things like that and, and updates in the game in a way that perhaps you as a team don't, but that then will benefit you moving forward in various championships. I mean, that would be quite cool because, especially like in ACC, you see that the M6 GT3 BOP-wise is pretty hit on, you know, 
80% of the tracks approximately. Like there are some tracks like Donington, maybe Monza, where the car is really good and is able to fight for the wins. But on most tracks, it's just not there. And of course, you know, for us drivers, we don't want even to to have an overpowered car. We just want to have a car where we can compete with the others that we, as you know, maybe the best drivers of the race that we that the best drivers will then win you know the race and not because yeah. they are in the right car that's like what what would be cool and if we can do that you know get a better bop for the car that you know we can compete with the ferrari or yeah mclaren for example on on some tracks that would be great <laughs> absolutely but i tell you what you guys are doing a great job of flying that bmw flag really really well um gregor talk a little bit about your your history how did you understand that there was the possibility to go racing on computers well quite funny actually like i was watching uh, f1 since i since i can remember basically right and yeah i think on my 17th birthday or so i, I got a wheel and I, first of all, I just didn't pick it up quite much. But then after a year or so, I just decided, hey, come on, let's try more. Then, you know, picked a new F1 game up, had an offer from a friend back then to also do like my first sim race in AC back then. And from there onwards, it just built everything up, you know, till now I'm with G2. So why AC and then ACC? What made you stick with those? And have you dabbled with the other platforms at all? Um, the main reason was, I think back then it was, it was 2019 start, I think. I'm not sure. I think ACC was available, available there already, but it was, it mm, was still a third access. Yeah. And yeah, AC1 already had this infrastructure here in Germany with a big community where you could already do like big endurance races with, yeah, 24 hours and stuff. And, you know, that's where I picked up basically driving a real sim, not like F1, which is like some sort of between arcade and sim. And yeah, then after a year, I moved to ACC. And what about R Factor 2 and iRacing of Project Cars? Have you ever really had an experiment with any of those? Yeah, I mean, I also have iRacing <laughs> installed on my uh, PC, but it just, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't like the physics uh, and the force feedback that much like an ACC. And it's also really hard, you know, from a driver perspective to drive multiple sims if you want to be on, on the high level, you know, in one sim. And is that the target to be to obviously enjoy your racing, but to to be the very very best you can be? I mean, of course, if I wouldn't like to be that, I wouldn't be here, you know, chatting with you, right? So it's always pushing myself and yeah, trying to be as quick as possible. Do you think um, it's quite interesting you say because we speak to some drivers and and they see the the pinnacle of being an esports racing driver as being good on multiple platforms but you you really want to focus on one and be the best on one i mean right now right if we would drive like with g2 and bmw in a in a different sim i wouldn't say no i guess um, i already tried i racing and air factor 2 as i said earlier and like pace wise i don't think i would have a big problem to adapt but always you of course need a lot of time to get used to get this last one or two percent but yeah just right now i'm focusing mainly on acc so 12 hours of Donington last weekend, but what about sprint racing? What about the, the shorter races? Which do you prefer, the, the longer ones or the shorter ones? Honestly, like, I think sprint races, they have a much higher, you know, tension. It's just, you know, much, much more happening in a shorter period of time. So it's something special. And endurance races is more, more like above, you know, a long-term perspective. You need always to think about the end and not about, you know, what's happening right now. So always like a long shot. And, you know... 
sprint endurance races and uh, sprint races and endurance races they all have you know some advantages and disadvantages but i think i actually prefer endurance races because you know of the outcome that if you're really you know pushing and you're if you're really doing a good job doing no mistakes you most of the time actually end up you know at the top because almost every other team does mistakes yeah, absolutely. And, and especially in ACC, that's uh, certainly a place where we do see some unpredictability. Uh, and it's great that ACC has such incredible support from the likes of VCO, SimGrid, uh, and obviously SRO themselves putting together a huge program of events. Uh, it kind of gives a great pat on the back to Kunos, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's massive too, because, I mean, I think a lot of people forget that you can't compare like the devel devel development studios like from Kunos to like big uh, you know companies like EA. So, you know behind Kunos there are maybe 20, 30 people who are working behind the game and they do such a you know impressive job. And then if you know SimGrid and BCO SRO come into place and put like such amazing events, which really you know lead all the best drivers in in the world you know to participate there, it's just amazing. So what are the ambitions then? Obviously, you've uh, you've done pretty well uh, since 2019 to get yourself into G2, which is sort of a huge organization in itself. But then uh, I see the Red Bull logo on the on the T-shirt and you're obviously partnering with BMW. So it's uh, the sky's the limit, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's honestly like what I achieved in the last two years. I, I, if, if you would t you know, tell me that two years ago, I was I would be sitting here you know, with a G2 jersey here on, and I would just think, yeah, come on, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just amazing where I am right now. And I hope I can still improve as a driver, especially like with uh, you know, teammates as Niels and Arthur, where I still can learn a lot from them. I mean, I'm only 20 years old, you know, and there's still time to come. And I hope I can improve myself even more in the future. And they're really old, aren't they? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Niels is going to watch, and I know that Niels is then is going to have a go at me and Arta as well, because uh, I I said that Arta dive bombed on uh, on Friday night, and he didn't like that at all. So um, uh, I've I've had stick from both of them many times. Um, any interest in going real world racing? Is that a silly question? Um, not a silly question. I think. If I get the offer, I wouldn't say no, of course, because I really like to, you know, feel the difference, you know, comparing to driving a Zim and then to the real car, you know, with the G-forces and stuff. It would be really nice to see if I will be like overwhelmed. Oh my God, I'm moving in the car or so. But yeah, I would really like that to feel the difference. But you have no experience at all. Have you done any track days or any any kind of big carts? And no, mate, actually, I just finished last year my driving license and that was, you know, the exam was actually the last time I drove a car. Oh, you didn't even drive <laughs> since? No, no, no. I mean, you know, with COVID and stuff, there was no yeah. really reason to drive. So. <laughs> so you've got the license. That's good. At least you, at least when somebody asks you to take them for a lift, if you can find a car, you can take them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I can. <laughs> but that, was that easy? Was that easy to do a driving license, considering you already had the kind of car control from the sim? <laughs> Quite funny story, I have to say. When I was, you know, driving on the on the roads and stuff like, and there is of of course the speed limit which you have to, you know, keep an eye on. And I was like driving it was quite easy, I have to say. And I was like, nah, that's not the limit of the car, you know, because you you form the sim, you feel like <laughs> the tire scrub and stuff. But yeah, of course you don't do that. I mean, it's eighty, you know, you you keep on the speed limit, of course. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? You never get the chance to, to get to the limit of a road car. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 unless you're being <laughs> naughty. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, th that's what track days are for, right? So, or in the sim, right? I mean, I don't think there is actually, a, you know, a real reason to drive quick on the roads with other, you know, cars and normal traffic. I think that's just silly. Yeah, but on the track day, I think that would be quite cool to just feel the experience, what how how it is with the G-forces and stuff. Do you want to get to a point where, and do you think it's possible to get to a point where sim racing is the only thing you do? Uh, no studying, no real work, and this is the this is where your money solely comes from. Is that a possibility in these days? I think I think it's quite hard because you know you have to have this big you know guys behind the scenes pumping in the money to make it like some sort of big business, right? And sim racing is only in in its earliest you know moments, and I I think maybe in the future it will be possible, but right now I think it's quite hard, and yeah. A sim racing career, I think, is also not lasting quite long, I would say, because there were always new guys coming, you know. So I think if, if sim racing, you know, grows more, and then that will be definitely the possibility. Uh, so for the real, your real life, if as it were, what's the ambition? Are you, uh, are you interested in cars and engineering, stuff like that, taking your experiences online into the real world? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm studying physics, so... It's definitely oh, yeah. maybe something to do with uh, with cars, but yeah, like long term, I would definitely like to, you know, have a career in sim racing because I just really like the scene. I'm also, you know, doing coaching and setup work with, you know, Coach Dev Academy, so with, you know, David Perel and the other guys. So yeah, definitely looking forward to maybe, you know, making this in the future or on the long term perspective as, you know, the main job sim racing in general. So, so creating setups is something that you're really kind of passionate about. Do you think perhaps you could become an engineer in, in real world motorsport? Yeah, I mean, I guess with the background or so, it could be possible always. If you want to go for it, I think, you know, you are the only limit to yourself, I think. And yeah, if you really want to achieve that, I think it would be possible. But I'm, I'm rather seeing myself, you know, as a driver or instructor to other guys to help them improve their own driving. Mm. Awesome. Um, Gregor, it's been a real pleasure to chat to you. Uh, Give my best to the mates Arthur and Nils the next time you speak to them. Um, and yeah, if you course. see him in person, always punch Nils in the arm because uh, <laughs> he deserves it all the time. Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go on. Because Ben, you said you said it. I will tell him that when, the first time I will meet him in real life. I, that that was from Ben, right? I will give him the fist <laughs> against the arm. So hang on, have you have you never met him in the real world? Uh, no, I mean, I, I just, I think I was the first time in contact about this, you know, junior program, if you want to call it, um, I think in November or December or so. And yeah, I mean, since then, you know, with the entire COVID situation, we never got really yeah. to meet, you know, as a team. But yeah, maybe, you know, with, with the entire COVID situation, you know, going now or getting better, I think maybe there will be, you know, a time where we can have a meet. <laughs> Meeting, yeah. Very important. Yeah, have a beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoy the win of Donington. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Because in the sim racing world, you don't have that chance to to go to go to the local bar and and uh, share a share a drink or two at the end of the a hard fought weekend. You kind of boot down the computer and then how do you celebrate? Yeah, I mean, of course, after the race, we we, we just not say bye and turn the uh, you know uh, PC off and just go to sleep. I mean, we still you know you know chat about the race, you know what we did good, what we did you know maybe not so good in other races, but yeah, it's just we still I think celebrate after the race, you know, in the Discord with each other, and it's still a cool atmosphere, right? To feel it's it's, it's the same emotions. I mean, we don't see each other, but we still feel that when you know. Yeah. 
it's a it's a different world it really is um well i do hope you get a chance to meet your your uh, teammates at some point in the real world um and it's been enlightening to chat to you thank you so much for for chatting to us to being so honest and uh Good luck with the rest of the season on SimGrid. And I know that there's lots and lots of other things in the pipeline for VTO and, and for ACC. So uh, there, the future is great uh, in that platform, that's for sure. Yeah, thanks, Ben. It was also a pleasure from my side. Really enjoyed it, one. Awesome. Well, uh, uh, next week, as per usual, we don't know who it's going to be, but uh, please tune in uh, on Mondays at 8pm uh, Central European time for another guest combining the virtual and the real world of motorsports. Until then, enjoy your sim racing.